gets along. Good morning, New City. I'm Alicia, for those of you that don't know me. I'm the Kid City Director. As most of you know, I do not like public speaking, but <laughs> when my 12-year-old showed how brave and courageous she can be by leading worship this morning, I was immediately inspired. You inspire me as well. My 11-year-old inspires me as well. And my five-year-old. So here I am doing what God has called me to do. And yes, I do have notes, so <laughs> not as good as Casey yet, not staring at them, but I'm going to do my best. <laughs> um, so even though it's super uncomfortable for me, it's so worth it for the sake of inspiring and encouraging someone else. That someone else could very well be the one person that impacts the kids and leads them to be the light in a world full of darkness. And kids, make sure you guys got your ears and hearts open to hear this. Um, as you're starting a new school year, you have an amazing opportunity to spread the love of Jesus to everyone around you by showing kindness and patience and respect and joy. Ed, you didn't say the scripture that, <laughs> we both have the same scripture in mind that came to mind this morning. Um, and it's a joyful heart is good medicine. And it was, that was amazing. He said it first service. Um, where was I at? Sorry. Um, I know that it's a big responsibility, but I know you guys can all do it. And more importantly, God knows that you can do it more. Um, God knows you can do it. The Lord has made us all unique with different gifts and personalities that we should all use for good. God will use you to do big things if you trust him. I know it's always been hard for me to step out of my comfort zone and do things that I'm not comfortable with doing, but it's made me rely and trust on him more um, just being obedient and doing what he's called me to do. Um, so today, Pastor Casey's going to talk about how our families can work together to do big things for God, and that includes every one of you. So as you listen, I want you to think about how you can be brave and follow Jesus and do big things with your family. Maybe it's being kind to the kids in your class at school or on your baseball or soccer team. God created you and your family to tell others that God made them, God loves them, and Jesus wants to be their friend forever. That's our motto in Kid City. <laughs> and I try to live by it as best as I can. And I would love for you kids to live by that as well. Um, so yeah, that was pretty short and I hope sweet. I hope you guys enjoyed <laughs> my message today. I have it way easier than Casey today. Um, but I'd like uh, to ask our kiddos to come up the front to the front here, we're gonna I'm gonna have Kate, Pastor Casey pray over all of us, um, and the Kid City leaders. If you will please join them, and anyone that's interested in Kid City, 
Raise your hand. Raise your hand. No, I'm kidding. You guys could come up and pray with them as well. Anyone that's interested in serving with us, I would love for you to join us. What's up? As if anybody, anybody wants to see, if you want to stay seated or anything, but if you want to just uh, throw your hands forward toward the kids, man, I tell you what, we're going to be praying um, specifically for, as we start the new school year, kind of the protection and, uh, yeah, and just the love that, uh, that, that God can, can show and just consume us all with. So, Father, we love you, and uh, thank you for these children. Thank you that, man, man here, here's the thing, God. We are amazed at these, these wonderful children. Like, like just how much they, they just come to you just naturally, and, and, and you, your son Jesus said, we got to be like these guys. We're supposed to be more like these guys. And so many times we think, oh, well, they're just kids, or they're just this, or they're just that. And, and God, there's so much more. May we never inhibit their growth in you. May we never say things or do things that will just, man, man give them a, a lower expectation than what you have of them. And at the same time, may we be in awe at their kindness, at their, their lack of just, um, man, uh, uh, stigmas or anything like that that they've been taught. I just, just love the fact that we are, are here together. And, and may we learn from these guys. And may we be the kind of people that you want us to be more like uh, these children. And Father, as we start school years this year, there's just a lot of nerves and a lot of things going on. But also, Lord, there's just... Uh, we ask for, for so much protection. We ask for protection uh, from your Holy Spirit. We ask that you consume everybody in the, in the whole school, from the, from the children to the teachers to the, to, to the folks that are cutting grass, to the security guards, to the janitors, to the, to the paras, to the substitutes, to the principals and the administrators and the secretaries and the lunch ladies and the lunch gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> And, and God, we just, we just thank you for that. And I ask that you consume them all with your, with your Holy Spirit. May you just protect those folks. May you show those folks who you are. And may you be glorified because of this, what we're, what we're doing in school this year. Lord, we love you and we thank you in advance for what you're going to do. In your son Jesus' name, we say with enthusiasm, amen. amen. Right on. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. Everybody doing all right today? Yes. Yes. Everybody, yeah. All right. Well, it is good to see you. I want to, uh, man, isn't, isn't it special to be, to be, have, to have kids that just are doing what they're doing? This, this was awesome today. Like the first, this, the first service and this service were like, blown up man it was just crazy all, all morning with what's going on so just love it when we be more like you guys for real for real love you guys we're well, good to see everybody doing well though for real they doing all right be ready to go because man this we got a lot going on we have been in a season of rest as a church which i'm glad about because we are rested and ready to go uh we are um 
getting ready, if you will, um, and, and by the way, if you're looking for um, a connection, if you're new and that kind of thing, we are starting and did start this past month and going to be doing it again, something called City Walk. Now, City Walk is our introduction, one-time class. Uh, lunch is provided, by the way. So people are like, oh, yeah, man, I'm going to do that. Uh, lunch is provided. We have, uh, uh, it's, it's basically a class that shows what our vision and values are as a church, why we are here. One of the things that I say to everybody, I think it's the best church around. I truly believe that, but it is not for everybody. And so some people are like, I think you guys love Jesus too much. And I think you maybe you like the Bible too much and you're in, too much into discipleship and things like that. Hey, that's cool, man. No problem. It ain't for everybody. So we do want to, to share with you uh, what we believe, why we believe it, why we are here, why it matters that we're here, and we do that the first Sunday of every month. So September 1st, City Walk is going to be 1.3 miles down the road at Robin and Tom Hanish's house. Uh, on the, and it's on the left, by the way, because people drive past it looking at it on the right. But, um, but it is a, but that's the, that's the, the railroad tracks, if you're, if you're not careful. But it is, um, like I said, if you haven't gone through it before, even if you've been here for a while, we ask folks to, to go through it. We actually filled up quickly last, last month. Uh, we are about half full this month already, too. So if you want to get in there this month and, and find out what we're all about, want to want to share with you on that, that'd be great. So uh, that is going on, City Walk. And, uh, and we've got a lot of things going on right now. This is kind of a cool season that we're stepping into some new things because next Sunday is serves. It's almost serve day, y'all, right? It's kind of cool, man. It's uh, uh, We've got serve Sunday going on next week now here's the deal how many people like potlucks dude that's my favorite restaurant right there i ain't lying like for real that is that is an amazing thing like we got people that are the only thing i'm asking please do not bring carrots <laughs> i don't care what you glaze on them those things are satan sticks man what's that what's that i ain't overcoming nothing man i'm a i'm a I will, I will fear throwing up, man. I, I, I just, I got this. I don't know what it is. Carrots, man. And people try to, man. Oh no, man. You just glaze on them, something like that, man. They're still gross. Um, uh, and if you carrot farmers, I apologize too. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it is. Uh, but we are going to have a great time. Bernie Garvin is going to be uh, coordinating that uh, the potluck next week. My man Pete Kerwin is going to be. Uh, coordinating our serve project. Now we got a couple things going on next week. We're actually serving uh, a single elderly woman that needs some, a little bit of work at her house. Not a lot, but a little bit. So it shouldn't take too much. And we're also going to be handing out in the in the community flyers that are going to be highlighting our Thursday night service that we're starting uh yeah yeah september 12th and so we're going to be doing that so those are the two projects we've got going on next week so we've got a potluck serving serving uh, someone in the community that is in need and we're handing out flyers uh for the thursday night now i want to talk a little bit more about this this dave ramsey uh video you just guys just saw uh i want to give you a little bit of a personal story judy and i get along really really well like we just don't fight a bunch we don't do a whole like we've just had a just kind of a fun relationship since we've been since we've known each other really but there has been up until recently this dynamic when we talk about money that there's just this dividing wall like I see it differently than she does and she says whatever and you know I don't want to talk you know that kind of thing I mean anybody ever have that with your spouse or you're like everybody's like 
I don't want to say because they're right here, but yeah, you know, she's next to me. But seriously, man. So Judy and I, along with some of the staff here at New City, went through Financial Peace University. And I will tell you this, what it has done, it has stopped that barrier of communication between me and Judy. And it has put us on the same page when it comes to the money God has provided for us. Like, it's amazing. Like, I, like, like we could talk about money. I don't have to, like, gear up and get all, whew, I got to talk about this financial thing, you know. I got to get all psyched up and get in the mirror. You can do it, Tiger. You can talk to your wife. Maybe now it's just, like, something where we go to and we can say, hey, you know, this is what was got going on. This is what our budget is. These are our dreams financially. Oh, wow. Like, we all of a sudden are on the same page, on the same goals, and all the same, looking at it the same way. And we can talk about it. It's no big deal. It's amazing. Guys, I mean, I'm telling you. And we had a great relationship before. Now it's like, I really like this lady. Yeah. <laughs> I really, I mean, I did before. But you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, there's no barrier. So when we start talking about those things, when we start talking about the whole idea of margin uh, being like, hey, take control of your time. Take control of the resources that God has given you. And we're going to be joining 100 other churches talking about what it means to do that Biblically, right? Not just a, this isn't just a financial thing that we're trying to do. We're trying to say, what does God say about it, right? And how do we do it? Amen? So we want to do, in essence, stop the money fight with those that you love. Because it will, it will drive wedges, even in the best relationships, if you're going in different directions on it. Now, here's what we're going to do. We're actually going to have Financial Peace University classes that we're asking folks to sign up for. Now, they are $99 for a family, which ain't a whole lot, really. I mean, but, and if somebody like, 99 bucks, how, how am I going to do that? You really need Financial Peace University if you're, if you're seriously. I mean, I'm just, just call, we're going to talk, talk about it the way it is, right? Financial Peace University, we're going to have it on Monday nights for ladies only, by the way, on Monday nights. The Soul Sisters. That's what they call themselves, right? We're going to have it on Tuesday nights here. We're going to have it on Wednesday nights here, along with another Bible study that's going on. So we're going to have two things going on at the same time. Oh, no, what are we going to do? We're just going to do it because that's, that's a great problem to have. We've got all kinds of things happening. And we're also going to be having Thursday morning service at 10 o'clock for those that can't make nights, maybe for all the single ladies. Should I start doing that? No, should um, All the single and single guys that are working, not working during the day, I will never do that again. My apologies to Beyonce, right? <laughs> but we, but seriously, that is, I mean, it is a wonderful thing that's going on that we're, we are doing. Also, we have at, actually Jeremy and Kathy Little. Where's Jeremy? He just disappeared. Just boom. Yeah, he was right there, man. He was, I was like, hey, what's up? So Jeremy and Kathy, where's Kathy? Hey, Lenora, there you are. Lenora's going to be part of it. Is Kathy in the house? Yep. There, where? There you are. Thank you. Yes. I, yeah, sorry about that. Kathy, thank you, Kathy. You are um, going to, you have volunteered to do this with high schoolers, right? Because you guys went through financial peace for a while back. And so they're actually going through high schoolers. I wish, honestly, I wish I had gone through this stuff 20, 30 years ago. Like, I, we have had tremendous financial issues in our life over the last 30 years for one reason or another. Some of it stupid, some of it because I didn't, because of nothing beyond our control, things beyond our control doesn't really matter. If we approach it a certain way, it's amazing if we approach it biblically. So we're going to do that. So thank you for doing that for the high schoolers because you never know how many of those are going to like, like avoid all kinds of issues later on down the line. If we do it God's way, guess what happens? 
God's glorified, right? And that's what we're going to learn about. So, amen. I'm, I'm so excited about that. Because here's the thing. Have you guys ever noticed our three dots? By the way, you like our three dots now? Dude, I'm telling you what, man. See, remember those names we all wrote down on the, on, the, on the dots there for a while about people we wanted to see come to know Jesus and disciples? Some of them did, by the way. We're looking at the names of the day. Hey, look at that. Cool, right? So you guys thought, well, we just did that. And you guys put them away in storage and never, never saw them again. Ha, ah, they popped back up. They've been ready for this to get back up on, up on stage. But we are uh, doing that. But the three dots, are, they, they stand for something, actually. And if you don't know, some of us have been here for a while. Some of us are brand new. A lot of us have either forgotten or don't know at all. But they stand for you, family, and city. So what I want to be thinking about is this dot is you. This starts with you, right? Like, like, like the, your walk, your maturity is, is your responsibility individually, Amen. That's how it works. And if you do that, you can influence your family to do that and be on mission together and those kinds of things and, and be a family unit that's unified. And that's why it's important to be unified about our money and all those other things. But it's important to be unified more than anything else about who God is and his word and God's salvation through Jesus Christ. That's important. Like those things we got to understand. So if you uh, figure this out, your family figure this out, guess what happens to a whole bunch of families in a city? The city's transformed, right? And that's how this works. That's how this whole idea of being uh, the you family and city. And so for what we're doing on this series, we're calling on three. We're basically asking families, both here at the church, together as a church, and in your homes, to basically put your hands in the, in the center and go, one, two, three, not normal. Let's do this again. One, two, three. Not Try one more time. One, two, three. If you like, you can say abnormal or Abby normal for those of you young Frankenstein freaks, which is Abby someone. No, but not normal, right? Not no, like like normal is frustrated. Normal is exhausted. Normal is fried. Normal is transform is is like basically having the culture pull you in all kinds of different directions. Not normal is saying, heck nine, we ain't doing this no more. We're done, right? This is how it's going to work for me and my household. We're going to serve the Lord. That's, that's how this is going to work. I'm not putting up with this crap any longer, right? Amen? This is how this is going to work. So we're going to say, no more. One, two, three. Not normal. That's how this is going to work. So as a family, we're going to be doing. Now, here's what I want us to be thinking about. What does it mean to be on mission as a family? Because here's what people tend to do. Okay, I'm going to get geared up. I'm not going to be normal anymore. I'm going to start doing mission, right? And what we'll do, we'll start doing mission, and then we'll take our family and say, okay, I got to protect my family time because I don't want my mission stuff to do uh, go to overtake it, and and, and I, want, I don't want to be those absentee kind of pe- kind of people. So we're going to be uh, we're going to do either mission, so we're going to have our mission time, and we're going to have our family time, but those things are going to be completely separate. You want to know why sometimes children of preachers and pastors grow up jacked up and messed up? How many? There's this thing called PK, preacher's kids, right? Like it's a a real thing. But what happens is a lot of times, you know, they'll hear their 
pastor parents talking about you got to be on mission for Jesus and then they go home and they won't be on mission for Jesus right like it's just they just go wait a minute there's there's a disconnect there so the best of intentions is viewed as hypocrisy by the kids the best of intentions to protect your family and not overwhelm them right is in, is, is is translated into living on Sunday one way and saying one thing and being somebody completely different on Monday. Or, so, 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 so okay, so we're going to try to try to not be those kind of people because we want our kids, oh, yeah, we want them to be raised right, right? We want to be, so we're going to be a family and we're, and we're going to have missions. So we're going to do it all. We're going to be super families. We're going to be super parents. We're going to be, so we're going to go to PTO. We're going to go to baseball practice. We're going to hit the soccer fields. Oh, kids got cheerleading too. And I got seven kids. Oh yeah, this is, this worked really well with the Cunninghams who were in the first service. <laughs> kind of falls flat a little bit right now, but that's all right. But I got all these kids and I got to go this way, this way, this way, this way, this way, this way. And on top of that, we got to add mission stuff. So then we got church and we got mission stuff. And then we got to go to the surf project. Then we got this and we got that. We got to go to the food pantry and all this kind of like, oh, and then all of a sudden we're, war, we're worn out. You wake up on Sunday morning and say, I can't go. I ain't going. I've had enough. But what if we looked at this? What if we looked at this the way God looks at it? And we said, we're going to be a family, not or mission. And we're not going to separate it. And we're not going to be a family and mission. We're not going to have a family and mission. We're not going to say, okay, where is the family going to do this? And we got to do all this. And we got to do this. And we got to do this. But we're going to be a family on mission together. Like what happens is that you see your mission field as inseparable from the things that you do as a family. For example, if you go to Soccer practice with your kid, it's a mission. Amen, right? Think about this, guys. This is very, very, very powerful to be thinking about it this way. If you look at it this way, you will, like your energy level, rather than going, oh my gosh, I got so many things to do and I got to do this mission that God's called me to do. You see, I'm going to PTO tonight on mission. I'm going to go eat at this restaurant on, on mission. I'm going to go for this walk with my dog on mission. It's not something I got to add to all this other stuff. It's as I'm doing this stuff, right? It's what Jesus said. Go as you are going, make disciples, right? This is incredible. Like it happens over and over and over when we are on mission and we're not seeing mission and family time as something we separate it's not family or mission it's not family and mission it's family integrated on mission so everything we do is missional everything we do these like tv like this is something that god has created us to be and and it it kind of manifests itself in weird ways but but there's a lot of like 
TV shows that talk about this being a, being a family and things like Modern Family. I think it's actually just got canceled, but kind of a funny show. It's got some crazy stuff on there, right? Uh, there's another one called The Neighborhood that's just coming out. You may have seen that one. That's really, really funny, man. Great, great freaking show, man. So I like that one. But it's about two families that are, that are, that are uh, different demographics and things like that, living in the same neighborhood, and everybody's kind of freaked out and trying to figure it all out, but it's kind of this integrated thing. My favorite example, though, honestly, if I'm going to be, be straight up real about what it means to be a family on mission, is the Avengers. Oh, yeah, baby. I mean, you think about that. You got people from all kinds of different backgrounds, all kinds of different this, all kinds of different that, and they're on mission to get the bad guy, right? Think about it. Do you think they're all like, oh, man, we got all this other stuff to do. I got maintenance on the spaceship. I got, uh, man, I got to go, I got to work out, you know, I got to do this kind of stuff, and I guess I'll just throw in the mission field of killing the bad guy after that. No, man. No, they're, they're doing all that on mission together, right? And they may be killing some big green guy, I don't know, but they're doing it on mission together. Think about that when God gives us a mission together. Sally Breen from the book Family on Mission said, people are longing to be a part of a mission that's worth living and dying for. And out of that mission, they become part of a family that's worth fighting for. Mission is the integrated integrating principle that binds the family together and makes everything else work. I want to be thinking about this. Like I said, God created us to be with others on mission known as Missio Dei, the mission of God. It's a Latin term. God himself is in community. And so when he creates us, he creates us with that inherent desire to do something radically crazy, victorious, and missional with other people. And he does it as three in one, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We go back to the beginning. Jesus, or Jesus was there in the beginning. I'll talk about that here in a sec. But God himself said, created absolutely everything. You know what he said about everything he made? It's good. You know what he said? That's good. Yep, mountains are good. Yep, everything up. Yep, the water. Yep, the animals. Yep, all, all that's good. Man, look at that sun. Dude, that is good. And then he paused, and he said in Genesis 2.18, it is not good for the man to be alone. So God makes a woman. You know why she's called woman? Adam looked at her and said, whoa, man. Thank you, God. Right? And in Genesis 1.28, God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living creature that moves on the ground. God started a family and gave them a mission. And they didn't look, oh man, God, you know, I got you know, my 17th son that, you know, because they had to be fruitful and multiply. You know, he's a star third string linebacker for the middle school. And, uh, man, I just don't have time to subdue the earth anymore, man. I got, we got soccer practice. We got PTO. You never hear any of that from these guys, right? This is, this is just what we do. And, and so we, before we get so entangled in all the different things, we got it. There's nothing wrong with any of the things we're talking about, right? But, but this pressure, I got to be at my kids' everything because my daddy was never there for, like, like, there's this pressure, right, to do everything, 
because the culture says you're supposed to, and God, God, God never called that out in his word. I mean, he just said, hey, be on mission together, right? So when you're on mission together, you're going to do things together, and you're going to be at things together because you, you like, we got to do this for God, right? Whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. It's what scripture talks, talks about. God even gave us his son and gave him a mission. I love John 1, man. It just breaks things down so much. But John 1 in 1 through 5, and I'll skip down to 10 through 14 for the essence of time. But it says, John 1, 1 through 5 says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning, and all things were created through him. And apart from him, not one thing was created. That has been created. Life was in him, and that life was the light of men. That light shines in the darkness, yet the darkness did not overcome it. Skip down to verse 10. He was in the world, and the world was created through him, yet the world did not recognize him. He's talking about, the author's talking about Jesus here. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him, but to all who did receive him, he gave them right to be children of God. That's, that's why I call out my brothers and sisters from other mothers and misters, right? That's why I can call you brothers and sisters because you are my brother and my sister in God if you're, if you're one of his, right? This is an amazing thing. Start talking about the whole definition of family, which we'll go really into next week and see how Jesus did all this, but you think about the whole idea of what a family is, and so many times we equate it to whatever our home circumstances are. And Jesus will define for us family what it really is next week. But when you start thinking about this whole idea of brothers and sisters in 2,000 years ago when the early church started calling themselves brothers and sisters, that was a radical departure from what they were supposed to be doing because they saw themselves as fellow children of God. Amen, right? Wow. So here's the rest of this. To those who believe in his name, a right to be called children of God. Who were born not of blood, right? That's my DNA. Or the will of the flesh. I want to have me a son. You ever hear people say that? Got to carry on my, my name. Or the will of man. I just want to have children. But of God. The word became flesh. That's Jesus coming to us, and took up residence among us. We observed his glory. The glory is the one and only son from the father, full of grace and truth. And all God's people in the house said, family on mission is God's way of saving the world. And when we get that figured out, there's going to be some crazy fruit that's going to be born out of it. Next week, like I said, We'll look at how Jesus did this, what Jesus said family is. How did he define this? How did he approach this? What were his actual actions? Because if he's in us and we're in him, we got to figure this out and do it the way he does it. Amen? So I have a big ask. 
have to make sure I pronounce that K very well. Joe almost got in trouble a couple weeks ago. I love our church, man. <laughs> Big ask. I want us to, this is what I'm asking you as you leave today. Go home with those in your family. And if you're single, go home and talk to God like with you or with roommate or whatever. And I want you to visualize and dream about what your family or what you and your household could do if you were all on mission together. What would it look like? What would it look like if you were on the same page on a, from a missional standpoint and said, we're going to do this as a family? And some people are like, I can't even talk to my spouse about my My spouse won't even go to church with me. I get it. I get it. So I said, visualize and pray about it if you have to. And if you can, talk to your spouse, talk to your brother, talk to your children, sit them all down and say, hey, what would it look like if we, what would, what would, what would our lives be like? Because I can tell you this, just from the little thing that Judy and I got on mission together about when it came to our finances, it has just changed our relationship. I can, man, I can just be like, whew, it's just a, different pep in our step and a, and a less of a barrier. And guys, here's the thing. If we do a little thing like that, a little thing like that, and a little thing like that over time, in five years, 10 years, your lives are different than they are now. You're on mission together than you are now. Is it going to be perfect tomorrow? No, but it's going to be more perfect than it is today. That's fair, right? So Judy and I did this. I'm going to ask you guys to do this too. Write a mission statement and post your mission statement with your family on your social media. And if it's you, boom, right? And do it with this hashtag, exactly like this, on three challenge. And it, what it'll do, it'll be, man, what you guys doing? What you guys, I keep seeing this on three challenge thing, right? What do you guys do? Check this out. So Judy and I, some of you guys may have seen it on our Facebook. I'm no social media guru, but I am figuring out Facebook after 11 years. So Judy and I did this, and we, we posted. If you want to look at it, you can, and kind of get an idea of how we did it. But we said the Carters that were established in 1991, we old. Our mission is to love Jesus and have fun doing it. We honor God with everything we have he's given it to us. We live every day focused on him and his word and discipleship and prayer are the center of what we do. Pretty simple, right? Take that, like look at that and figure it out with you and your family. You will win and have a big win when you see your family and the mission to reach people for God as inseparable, completely integrated in your life. It's just what you do. Amen. Amen. Fun time. So ready? One on three. One, two, three. Not normal. Father, we love you. And we thank you for everything you have given us. Thank you for even having a desire for us to do anything at all for you. Thank you for these children in here. Thank you that they, that, right? gosh, we just thank you for everything. 
man, Lord, we are amazed that you want to have anything to do with knuckleheads like us. All of us. Myself being the chief knucklehead. But Lord, you do. And you are incredibly, beautifully, powerful and amazing. And yet you still desire for us to do your will and be on your mission. You think that much of us, Lord, and we just blows our minds. Father, as we step into our week and we start thinking about what it means to be a family on mission and we start thinking about the upcoming things when it comes to having our time and our resources that you've given us aligning with that mission. God, may, may you just build on those things and may you bring us closer to you and may, may you be glorified more and more and more and more until we see you face to face. And we ask these things, Father, in your son Jesus' name. Everybody in the house said, amen. Guys, have a great, great week. Love you. Have a wonderful time.